This is Channel Attitude. Your voice, your right, your freedom. Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to the Joker's Mustache. I am Vince Russo. This is the great R.D. Reynolds of Wrestle Crap. R.D., did you you see whose birthday it was a couple days ago? Uh, I know uh, it was Hulk Hogan's birthday a few days ago. No, as it pertains to this show. Uh, let's see. It was uh, Julie Newmars, wasn't it? 90. Yes. 90 years old, bro. And they had some pictures of her, and she still looked tremendous at 90 years old. Probably better than, than the Hulkster looks at 70. Oh, I thought you were going to say probably better than uh, uh, Sunny in an orange jumpsuit. She looks. Bro. I've seen seen the pictures. Uh. She looks exactly like Shelly Winters. <laughs> when she was Ma Parker on this show. Bro, I got I got to tell you, listen, RD, you and I both know, listen, man, wh- wh- whatever road you go down it is based on, you know, decisions you've made in your life. And, you know, I mean, that's you're 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 responsible for it, bro. And listen, man, she was responsible for killing a 75 year old woman. Uh, three times, man. man, man, I'm sorry, three times the alcohol rate. But I, I, I understand that, bro. I do understand that. But, bro, I, I could not help but to look at those pictures and just feel so horrible. Like, I, I can't, I, I, I go back to this young, young, young woman that I worked with, like barely 21, bro. Like so full of life, man. When you when you talk about what the future could have possibly been, mm-hmm. oh my God, RD, it just it, it, I, I saw those pictures and my my heart just sunk, man. Yeah, we used to have a on, on the old Russell Crap Radio show. One year, Blade gave me a gift, a gift, and it was a new segment on the show called Fun with Tammy. <laughs> because we knew <clears throat> there would always be something, you know, just because of how out of control she was. I mean, it was, I I met her once, one time. We were both at a convention, was it a convention? It was, it was a wrestling, it was kind of a wrestling show, a legends convention. This would have been 15 years ago, probably. Let me think. Would have been right after Book of Lists came out. So we'll call it 13 years ago. Um, and, you know, it was so funny because she was there. And, I mean, she was still at that point was had it mostly kind of together. Hadn't become what would happen. And um, it was it was so funny because I was like walking around talking with people, you know, just laughing things up, and you could tell she kept looking at me like, "Who is this guy? Who is this weirdo?" You know, not that she was negative. I hadn't started fun with Tam yet, so, but you know, it was just, um, yeah. I mean, I you, I, I can only imagine what she would have been like, you know, ten years before then, let alone you know, uh, 25 years or whatever it is 
you know, that it would have been, you know, the winter heyday would have been. So that would have been, she would have been like 96, 95, 96 when she came in. Probably 95 is probably. Yeah. So 28 years ago, you know, yeah. Road alone. Yeah. Yeah, it will. It will, bro. Okay. Let's get to this. Uh, You got some kind of a story going on here. What's going on? I do. Let's you may see. hear that my my throat. I I don't have a lot of voice today. Okay. I was at a concert last night. Okay. Oh yeah, extreme, extreme, extreme. Okay. So, <clears throat> I uh, am a huge fan. They're my favorite band. Yeah, you my mentioned favorite that rock several band. times. You know, I I swear to God, you know. <clears throat> RD every you know you you know I I've got an album collection of over four thousand I'm I'm yeah. I'm always hitting thrift stores and record stores I mean I'm, I always 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 and bro I swear to God every time I hit a record store store I come across like exile and extreme and I'm always I'm I I, I always get confused of who is RD's band I always get extreme mixed up with exile. It's extreme. Those are your boys. Okay. Okay. Three sides to every story is my favorite album ever. I got to write that. I don't even know that's close. Okay. So, so been a huge fan of them for essentially 30 years. Okay. Okay. Had never seen them one time. Wow. Now, how, how, how is that possible? Part of that, I was thinking about this. How is that possible? Part of it was their heyday was really like, this will sound really strange, but it was pre-internet era. The three sides, I think, came out in 93, I want to say. It was early 90s. I'm I'm listening while you're talking, bro. I'm just going to my phone because I just want to see if I own any extreme albums. But go ahead. I'm listening to you. Go ahead. If you don't, you need to rectify that immediately. I would suggest rectifying it with three sides to every story, but they released a new album earlier this year that is awesome. Like, if you love rock and roll and you're kind of done, I mean, every once in a while, I don't know if you're like me, I've listened to, you know, the older rock stuff enough, and it's kind of nice to just shuffle something brand new in, but it sounds exactly like things from the old days. <clears throat> that's what their their new one is. Anyway, I don't I don't own any, bro. I'm going to go to that. I'm going to go to I'm going to go to my Amazon right after this show and I'm going to get three sides to every story. Yes. Or or pornography. Is uh, pornography is probably the most well-known cuz it has the song more than words on it, which was their which was funny story about that album. It was uh you know but very it's a, a love ballad it's a duet it's an acoustic duet and it's super duper famous by far their most famous song okay and so all the young girls were like oh my gosh that song's so awesome oh it's great i want to get this album and djs would warn them when they played it and their parents if you go and buy this album the rest of the album is nothing like this at all. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, imagine like a hard rock kiss album. Yeah. And then it has like Beth on it. Yeah. Right. 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 And you're like, oh, the rest of this album isn't like this. Yeah. And you would think you would probably get that because the name of the album's Pornography. So, bro, did you ever see the parody with Jack Black and, and Jimmy Fallon? Mm-mm, I don't think so. What? I, I will. I will hunt that down. No, I'm gonna. I'm gonna pull it up while you talk. <laughs> okay. You. Well, this is this is the best part of the story. So yeah. they they were they were their big days were early uh, '90s before the internet. So I wouldn't have really known when the when the concert was coming or anything unless I, I was really paying attention. Then right. they broke up, and then they got back together, and then they yeah. broke up, and then they got back together. So they didn't always – it wasn't like, okay, for the last 30 years, I could have seen them any given year. That would not have happened, okay? So I think that's part of the reason why I never saw them live. But I decided whenever they were live this time, I was like, I've got I've got to go see them because I, I learned very – in a very heartbreaking manner, once, if you have an act you want to go see, go see him. Like, oh yeah, absolutely, do bro. It. Absolutely, because they, they can be gone, bro. So you know anyway. who you know. You know who I passed on, and uh, to this freaking day, bro, I passed on Freddie Mercury and Queen. Passed on him, bro. Passed on him, oh, bro. Now, when, when you when you. Is it mostly the original band? How many? How many? It's, it's all the original band. All the original band. Yeah. Oh, that's the drummer pretty cool, may be different, bro. but I don't think so. Okay, that's. I think pretty it's cool. the, the, so they have been around since '89. Yeah, yeah. But but like I said, they they broke up. <clears throat> Excuse me. The lead singer <clears throat> Gary Sharon, who we'll be talking about here in just a second, he went after Sammy Hagar left Van Halen. He went and joined Van Halen. He and was did like one, one, one album. Or one something? album. Yeah. And, right. and people, I absolutely love that album. I, I like Van Halen anyway. My, well, I, wait, which album is it, bro? It's called Three. Three. Okay. 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 Uh, it has a, a, a cannonball being shot into a guy's gut. Gut. Okay. Okay. So anyway, <clears throat> I decided I'm going. I don't care. My buddy was going to go with me. And he kept delaying and delaying and delaying. And finally, I just, I told Crystal, I said, I don't know, Joey's going with me. I'm just going to go ahead and go. I'm going to get one ticket. I'm going to get the best ticket I can. And they had a, they had a, um, they had a, uh, a VIP package. Okay. Now, usually when you do a VIP package, that may mean, okay, you get a photo opportunity. You get to, you know, get stuff signed, whatever else. That was not the case here. It was. You come in for the sound check. Sound check, and they sound play. Check. They play a couple songs for you, like correct, right? And right. then they do. Then they do a group photo with right. everybody that's that's there. So <clears throat> I got this, and I was like, "Ah, oh, man, it kind of sucks." I'd really like to, you know, get a picture uh, with me and and Gary or or Nuno or or Pat or whoever in the band. But I was like, eh, I, 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 "Who cares? I'm just going to go do it anyway." So we go and do the sound check. How many and people how many people paid for this? 40, 50 people. Okay. 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 <clears throat> so they just said, sit wherever you want. So I sit literally in the second row from the stage. And they're doing the sound check and everything. They get done and they say, okay, we're gonna do the we're gonna do the photo. And Gary Schrone, lead singer, points at me and like, love it. And I was like, 
I, I, he, he pointed in my direction. I should say, pointed in my direction. So it's like, I'm like looking around. That's probably <laughs> hot chick or something near me. <clears throat> so we go up to the stage <clears throat> to get the picture, and the way it works is they're on the stage. You, you go as close to the stage as you can. They take a group photo. Okay, I because I'm tall, I went to the back right against the stage. It was not a plan. And again, never scheduled to, it wasn't a meet and greet or anything. You know, I mean, it's a meet and greet with 50 people. <clears throat> so I'm there and he just starts pointing at me and like geeking out. And I'm like, what, what, I, I didn't understand. And I was like, what, what? And he goes, oh my God, your shirt. I love it. Oh, that's awesome, bro. That is awesome. That is awesome. And so, uh, yeah, we, we, he was like, oh my gosh, you know, I saw that shirt. Where did you get it? I got to get one. And he goes, who all's on it? And so we, you know, start going through each of them. We have a little conversation. That is great. <clears throat> and it was, yeah, because it was not something in it, you know, yeah, it was, it was just a, it was a fluke occurrence, but you know, it was really cool. And it was funny. Cause I was like, I haven't gone to a rock concert in forever. I don't have any like concert t-shirts. I don't think like a weird Al shirt or something, yeah. but it's like, I'm, you know, I don't know. I'm just going to throw this on, you know, who cares? But yeah, he, he geeked out over it and was like, Oh my gosh, I love it. So that's, I, I met Gary Sharon, you know, uh, my favorite band was not sketch was not supposed to meet him. Was not supposed to talk to him, and then we shared, I don't know, a minute or two conversation, shook hands, you know, all that stuff. And it was that was awesome. And it was thanks to bro, good old Batman. Bro, you should have bought an extreme shirt and given him that one, man. I you know. I, I don't know that he wants my sweaty smelly bro, shirt. If he would have went online and learned about the legend of R. D. Reynolds. Pride would have run for the hills, but no, it, it was it was funny. I, it, like at that show, uh, I, you know, I, I I just wear the shirt sometimes. You know, that I don't just awesome. wear it for the show. But um, when I went to the concert, like I had a bunch of people that were bringing that up. So, yeah. bro, I cannot believe you. You know, I'm the biggest Jack Black mark on 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 planet Earth, right? I cannot believe you've never seen this. Okay. I, I, I have seen this video literally a thousand times. Okay. And you will love it. I've, I've seen the original, of course. So. No, bro. I, I, we're probably just going to get on. Just going to get upset with copyright. <laughs> and get, you know what? Don't don't risk it. I will go watch it. So we don't. No, get. no. I got to watch it with you. Bro, you will love this. This is going to be this may be one of the greatest things you ever. Bro, let me put it to you this way: it's going to be ten times better than the episode we just witnessed. Okay, <laughs> that's, that's a low bar. To okay, throw. here we go, bro. Here we go. You are going to love this, bro. If we talk over it, I think it's okay. Like we're we're. Uh, you know, reviewing. It. Yeah, yeah. There you well, go. you are going to pop huge. Well, I popped huge already because they had the little uh, extreme guy on there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bro.
bro. Come on. That's amazing. <laughs> this, I've watched this a billion times, bro. That is, you know what's, you know what's kind of creepy. I mean, Jack Black doesn't look anything at all like Gary Sharon, yeah. but Jimmy looks, Jimmy Fallon looks like a, a passing resemblance yeah. to Nuno Betancourt. Bro, <laughs> this is the best. That's amazing. I love Jack Black, bro. Like I, I've seen Tenacious D so many freaking times. That's that is like crazy. <laughs> bro, how good are they, though? Right? That is kind of that is kind of cre- creepy and crazy. Bro, are these band members? They gotta be no. Of extreme? No. Yeah. No. No. I don't. I don't think so. That doesn't look like any of them. I could be wrong, I guess, but yeah. No, that's amazing. Oh, yeah, bro. I love that freaking video. <clears throat> All right, let me get rid of this. Sorry, Can I Jeff. I make a request that we just watch videos instead of talk about this episode? Oh, yeah. Let, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna have to uh, talk. But at least we gave him a treat up front. And I, I am, bro, I'm going to get that. I Literally, when I hang up this, I'm going to go on Amazon and dig up that. I, w- uh, I would say, I would say, I mean, Three Sides is my favorite. I want to. I want to hear your favorite. But I would. I would also advise, and you should be able to get it. Like I, you know, you should be able to. If you you said you go to your record stores, I mean, you should be able to find. You should yeah. be able to find that stuff, uh, especially yeah. pornography. They sold a. They sold a ton of them, and like I said, the DJs would say, "Don't, don't get this album yeah. expecting everything," and apparently. It was one of the most returned albums. Wow, well. I can, yeah, I can so. understand, man. That's crazy. Well, speaking right. of returned albums, um, I don't know if we can return the sport of penguins, mm. but man, season mm. three, the new format, uh, mm-hmm. I felt they were on such a roll, and suddenly we've come to a screeching halt. Oh, this one was rough. It is. The Sport of Penguins, uh, original air date Thursday, October 5th, 1967. I didn't even look up a fun fact. I was so, like, uh, for this date, I, I the, you know, we could have had the moon landing on this date for all I know. <clears throat> I didn't even research because yeah. I was like, <clears throat> okay, I have to get, I have to wash yeah. this. Yeah. 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 And you would think that how could that even be possible with the Burgess yeah. Burgess yeah. Meredith episode? Yeah. Anyway, the narrator tells us Gotham Park racetrack the day before the Bruce Wayne 
Foundation Memorial Handicap, where two fancy fillies are meeting the press. A high-spirited horse and her proud-spirited mistress. It's so funny <clears throat> that they use the term filly, because <clears throat> I always refer to Mrs. Deal as the prettiest filly north oh, or nice. south of the mason dixon line now, bro, i gotta ask you a question we gotta backtrack a little bit I- mm-hmm. i'm a little i'm a little confused why didn't mrs deal go with you to the show oh just not not she she and i are like this on almost everything movies you know whatever uh, views you name it like whenever we before we got married <clears throat> we met with the pastor and he was like, okay, well we need to go through and you guys need to answer questions about each other and what you think are this and that and the other. And, you know, a, a premarital screening mm-hmm. essentially to make sure, okay, these people are getting married. This isn't going to last. We need to block it before that happens. And the pastor told us, I have never seen two people that are more just like that than right. you two. <clears throat> the one thing we do not have in common generally is music. She does not she does not like like you know metal. So what is, what air is she, metal what, whatever what you she, want to call it. Extreme. What does she like? What is she like? K-pop. Oh, the Japanese music. Korean. Korean. Is in, yes. Is there so, a, partic- a particular band? Monster X. Who's the who's the popular boy band from that? BTS. And I saw those guys on um, SNL. Oh, yes. my God. I could not believe how talented those guys were. <clears throat> yeah. So she will go to, like, K-pop concerts, that kind of thing. But, like, as, as a rule, uh, I mean, that's what she likes. Like, if I start blaring, you know, if I if I were to crank up, uh, you know, three sides to every story, yeah. she may run straight out of the house. Bro, I got to ask you I gotta ask you a question, if you don't mind me, this line of questioning. Sure. How does Mrs. Deal get into that type of music? She, I think, she has uh, her best friend's daughter, and 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 her are like this. They're okay. very tight, right? And so, uh, you know, I think in a lot of ways, you know, it's kind of like the daughter she and I never had. Yeah. <clears throat> so they're very tight. They're they're really good friends, and I think that I think that uh, the daughter Savannah, introduced her. A, a girl yeah yeah uh, you know her name's savannah although i call her korea see what i did there because she's korea k-pop anyway yeah that's what uh that, i think that's how she got into that okay so that, that makes sense then i love it that we're 23 minutes into this yeah, let's get back to Lola, we, we Lola and, and her parasol her parasol yes <clears throat> yes so uh, we meet, uh, the press is there to meet Senior Rita Lola Zazanya and her horse Parasol. <clears throat> she says she has the world's, she has the world's cornered on parasols, like umbrellas, or as one of the reporters calls them, shower sticks. Yeah. <clears throat> she whispers to her horse. Shape up parasol. Looks in your legs are all we've got left. So there's something not right about this Lola lasagna already. I also want to note, they are in an actual racetrack. 
an outdoor location, which we have I we have never seen that no, location no, before. No, 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 no. And we haven't seen since season three began. Outdoor locations are are becoming a rarity because they like to do a lot of things to save budget. Yeah. In these black warehouses with neon props, whatever. Yeah. So the narrator says, but what's the strange bird doing in the Royal surroundings of a queen of the turf in the sport of Kings? It is the penguin. He's shown up. He runs up. He grabs her parasol, not the horse, the actual umbrella and scream and takes off as she screams, you waddling bird. And then we go to the intro. Mm -hmm. So we come out of the intro and we, okay. Correct me if I'm wrong. As I'm reading this, I was like, okay, I must've missed something, but I don't think I did. What is the, where is the next scene when we come out of the intro? The library, isn't it? At the library. Okay. Right. So, this yeah. is very not no. in line with anything no. else. We go to the library. The penguin comes in. He breaks open a case as, as Babs is there. Barbara Gordon is there. Batgirl. Uh, she looks on and he is going to steal an umbrella and parasols book. She says, you can't just barge in here, cut open a lock case and walk off with a priceless folio. Of famous parasols, to which Penguin says, why not? (laughs) Well, I did laugh at that. She says, well, among other things, it's a felony. And he says, fa! I'm a tax-paying citizen. This is a public library. This shouldn't have been locked up in the first place. She says, she sees this breaking in the laws going on. She says she's going to call the police. And Penguin goes, oh! gonna call your beloved father and i was like wait do these two know know each other i was like oh yeah of course because he tried to marry her right you know uh it first that was episode one right of this season she says i'm gonna put you under citizen's arrest he says tax paying citizen arrest i hope and so she calls commissioner gordon penguin scoots He's out of there, leaves behind a ticking umbrella. Now, you'd think this is where Gordon would call Batman to to tell him what's going on. Hey, the Penguin's here. But Barbara has called Commissioner Gordon. And lo and behold, Batman and Robin are are literally already in Gordon's office. For no reason whatsoever. A visit. Maybe they were there enjoying lunch together. Yeah. That's what I'd like to think. What do you think they would enjoy as a lunch together? It depends. If, if it's Tuesday, I would say Taco Tuesday. I was going to say fish and, fish and chips. Fair enough. Yeah. So <clears throat> Gordon tells Barbara, you need to get out of there. And she says, I'm not going to let some ticking umbrella scare me. O'Hara calls him. O'Hara calls Penguin a brazen bird. Says, I'll wager there's a connection between this and that parasol he stole from Lola Lasagna today at the racetrack. 
all all Gordon said, or excuse me, all O'Hara says, I'll wager this. Gordon is completely appalled. <laughs> He's utterly dismayed that O'Hara said you would wager on something? Yeah. <clears throat> A public servant, an upstanding chief of police betting? <laughs> And so he's like, I, okay, m- maybe hunch would be more appropriate. Yeah. <clears throat> we go back to the library. Batman and Robin have shown up. They've got a bat shield with a little thing through the middle so they can grab the umbrella. Yeah. <clears throat> Haven't you some anti-percussion asbestos bat flax in your utility belt? <laughs> Robin asks, Batman uh, says, ain't got time for that, brother. <clears throat> he says, let's get this offending article out into the corridor and under the bat bomb machine. So they have this ticking thing. It's going to be something. We go to the hall. We do not go to the hallway. No. We see them leave. We hear an explosion. We do not witness this explosion. No. But we do see some purple smoke <clears throat> come rolling in batman smiles says it's just a practical joke and then uh he whispers but the umbrella handle was was loaded with explosives they note that a book is hardly a reason to kill babs you know what that doesn't make any sense and she says well you do recall that Penguin tried to marry me. So we get a little continuity. I did like that. Batman says, yes, you were saved thanks to Batgirl. He says this whenever he says Batgirl. He just looks like he is. His heart is pitter-pat. Yeah. Over Batgirl. Says, I can harb I can understand a man like Penguin harboring jealousy and revenge, but murder in locked cases, priceless parasols, famous folios. <clears throat> this doesn't make sense to them. So they said, uh, let's give the bat Robin says, let's give the bat computer a crack at it. So they leave. We go to Penguin's uh, excuse me, the narrator tells us. While in Penguin's bookshop. Or more accurately, Penguin's book-making shop. Penguin's Penguin's book-making shop. Penguin's making book. Or he's he's making bets. So, Penguin's laying down bets on horses. Lola comes in. And, uh, you know, so she says, my priceless parasol must be here. But Penguin's on to her, too. Because, you know, she had whispered to the horse. And we knew something wasn't right. Spangwin knows. You're a fake. You're not Lulu Lola Lasagna. You're not Lola Lasagna. You are Lulu Schultz. <clears throat> and he says, I knew you from back in the day. I knew when you'd steal braces from other kids' teeth. While you stole their teeth. <laughs> they talk about her horse says, that's the only thing I have to show for my three weeks of marriage to Luigi Lasagna. And 
Penguins like billionaire, oh, South American playboy. <clears throat> and she says, look, he's not exactly a playboy, Pengy. He's almost 80 years old. But instead of dying, as any adoring young housewife might reasonably expect, he divorced me. So she was waiting for the guy to yeah. get over. It's a, it's an Anna, Anna Nicole Smith gimmick. It is. Yeah. You know what? That's absolutely it. Yeah. She says she I I she was she couldn't believe that people thought she was just after his money. Says all she got was the horse, and she had to sell her parasols. She had to sell her priceless parasol collection for money to eat. She had nothing. Says uh, but my horse wins the Bruce Wayne handicap. And she's and Penguin's like, "What? The horse isn't going to win anything. It's all for charity." Ha! Foiled. So we go to, excuse me, we go to the Bat Computer. Go to the Bat Cave. Batman and Robin are there. They're trying to come up with synonyms for umbrellas. They're trying to figure out what is going on. They figure out that it must mean a horse blanket. How on yeah. earth would that connection ever be made in 10 million years? Well, I guess, I guess it would be made because they were smartened up of the opening scene where Penguin stole the umbrella from, the, you know, so there was a horse involved in the opening scene. But if you told someone, give yeah. me a synonym for an umbrella. I don't think the term horse blanket yeah, is true. going to bubble to the top. Blanketing. They, they blanketing. The umbrella blankets you. That's where. Yeah. Better be careful. You're going to throw your back out. Yeah. <clears throat> the bat correction signal fires up and figures out. Now they're on to Lola too. They know she's not Lola Lasagna. <clears throat> she is Lulu Schultz. They note that that's a sticky pseudonym. And again, somehow they make a giant. They make an evil Knievel jumping over the Snake River Canyon jump of logic that they need to go to glue gluten's glue factory. Holy non sequitur. Let's let's go through how they got to glue gluten glue factory. Please do because that far fetched. Understand it. Sticky, sticky paste, mutagen, glue, gluten. Boom. Where? How did that come from? Lulu lasagna or Lulu Schultz? Good question. I can't answer that right now. See, exactly. I think they were saying like. Maybe lasagna is sticky with cheese or something. I don't know. So they take off. They're going to go to the glue factory. Did you get? Did you get what? Um. Did you get what Robin said here? Holy non sex. Holy non sequiturs. Yes. What does that mean? Non sequitur. I mean, it's it's like a, a, a alliteration. Okay, all right, because I didn't understand that. But 
Batman and Robin leave in the Batmobile. Yeah. Alfred then immediately like yeah. that, that thing I, they haven't even hit. What was this? They have not even hit the sign that says 14 miles to Gotham. Yeah, man. Not even close. They may not have even got out the the secret block, you know, the secret stone. <clears throat> Alfred's already on the phone with Barbara. And he says uh you know, uh Batman and Robin are going to the glue factory. And she's like, uh, how on earth would you know this? Which is a great question. Right. He makes up some cockamamie story about how Batman and Robin were dinner guests at Stately Wayne Manor. She buys it. <clears throat> and she says she appreciates the tip and his secrecy. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So Alfred now is ratting out Batman yeah. and Robin's plans. He's only known this girl for a couple weeks. Yeah. He's already I, trusting her with this. I guess we're just trying to reinforce that Alfred knows who she is. I, I, I think that's all. That's what they're trying to do. Well, she tells her bird, Charlie, she, of course, has a conversation with Charlie. <clears throat> she said, I was going to spend a quiet evening with you, but now I'm going to the glue factory. The narrator tells us once more from Barbara Gordon, librarian and police commissioner's daughter, to that dominoed dare doll, Batgirl in a matter of seconds. I will say this. <clears throat> we brought up uh, on the last episode that we think people are earlier this uh season three that we do not understand having seen several episodes of uh of uh, yvonne craig how people would even compare yvonne craig yeah to julie newmar yeah. right right i will say this she looked absolutely dynamite in that pink dress she was wearing that's a good look she should wear that more often yeah so I, I I'm I'm trying to understand. Um, she lives in a like we're assuming she lives in a high rise building. Correct. She lives in an apartment. Yeah. Okay. All right. Like, somebody would have somebody would have had to come in a um um uh you know and do construction on the wall that flips and becomes the Batgirl cave gimmick. I like to think she did it herself. She's a you would like to think she did that herself. How else would no one know? That's what that's what I'm asking. I mean, <coughs> I'm asking somebody had to come in and do that work. You know what? They should have done. If Alfred wasn't going to know that she was Batgirl, she should have just had you know her 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 costume should have just been like hidden under the bed or something. So she would just go in and, and grab it, yeah. put it on, okay? <clears throat> then whenever Alfred gets involved, she invites him over, lays out her plans, and then they go to, like, Home Depot or Lowe's, and they get a bunch of stuff. And then one episode is them literally building The her. flippy gimme. Yeah, I would have. That, that, now, that I would have preferred. That I would have preferred. If it had been, like, now, you know, or, like, 10 years ago. Yeah. They could have done a crossover with like uh, one of those home improvement shows. 
Yeah. Remember when Jr. <laughs> remember when Jr. You know had the Bell's palsy and he was off of TV and he wanted to come back, but we already had announces, so he brought in the construction. <laughs> he built the desk. <laughs> yeah, See? absolutely. See. Yep. Okay. All right. Go ahead. <clears throat> so we go to the lair again. Penguin says they need another horse to be a fake parasol so that her horse would no longer be the favorite. And then they would bet on it. And they would make a bunch of money. <clears throat> so it doesn't matter if he wins the purse or whatever. They could bet, do some betting, rig the race. Right. So that, you know, this fake parasol. So the horse has like a white streak or something down. It's has some kind of streak on its face. So he said, uh, <clears throat> what we'll do is we'll paint my horse that should win the race is the favorite to win the race. We'll get another horse that looks like it and we'll, we'll doctor them. Right. We'll gimmick them so that, you know, the, the horse that, you know, is, is the favorite is no longer the, is some other horse. Yeah. We then get a radio broadcast. Um, <clears throat> where that says, and thus the dynamic duo really earned their name this afternoon when they successfully don't detonated a bomb ingeniously planted in a umbrella handle at the Gotham library. <clears throat> Penguin calls Penguin is furious to hear this, that this has been, this has happened. The dynamic dumber, <laughs> the dynamic dunderheads, fa double fa. Triple far. Lola wants to know why, dude. What are you? Why are you going to bomb a library? Kind of weirdo does that. <clears throat> and he brings up, he wants Barbara dead. She turned him down in marriage. And she's Lulu's like, you you were scorned by a woman. He goes, it's incredible, isn't it? <laughs> Says uh. Let's let's get back to the horse switching before those cape crumb bums get on my <laughs> tailpiece again. <clears throat> okay, so Batman, Batgirl, and Robin, they all head to the glue factory. And at the glue factory, we see all kinds of glue. Adhesive tape, paste, bird lime fish glue, and putty. I literally looked up fish glue because I, I was curious as to what that was. Wow, yeah, good job. Is it? What do you think I found whenever I looked up? Nothing, nothing. <laughs> <clears throat> the guy there explains, you know, Glue isn't made from horses, horse hooves anymore. But just in case, just in case, he keeps a spare horse right there. <clears throat> so Penguin goes, well, we want the horse. And he's like, great. What are you, you going to give me for the horse? He says, I'm going to give you nothing and little a week. So no, he 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 had a great line before that when when he you know he's saying he wants the horse and the guy like says what, what, what do you mean the horse <laughs> and penguin says yeah uh, this four legged thing with the long nose yeah. <laughs> I, I thought that was a great line but yeah nothing down a little a week 
Don't you know anything about the economic structure of this country? It's always nothing down and a little a week. That's the cornerstone of our financial security. Is that how you get the arcade games at Rupert's? uh, Nothing down a little a week? I don't think that's how that works. Okay. (laughs) I wish. (laughs) So, Batman and Robin are there. And they know, they're, they're like watching. And they know Penguin hasn't done, he's not doing anything illegal at the moment. <clears throat> Excuse me. But planting a bomb in a public library is a felony. Thanks right. thanks for the update. Uh, hopefully viewers at home would, would take that to heart and not go do the same. So there was a funny little moment because they're outside. They're watching in from a window. They both go in the window at the exact same time, and they get stuck because <laughs> they're right next to each other. Yeah. <clears throat> so Robin goes on in. There it was another funny thing. They're both on this ledge, and you're like, man, they must be, what are they up? You know, 20 feet, 30 feet in the air watching all this. And then the camera zooms out, and they both jump down. It's like six feet, or it's yeah. like six inches, centuries. <clears throat> Penguin sees them, says, drat, double drat, triple drat. And Batman says, expletives will get you nowhere. So apparently drat is an expletive. Batman was old. Remember old uh, Dick Dastardly? That was his favorite word. Remember drat, drat, and double drat. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> so Batman notes <clears throat> bombing a public library is illegal. Penguin notes it was a whimsical prank. And Batman says, what other whimsical pranks are you and your charming conspiratress up to? Penguin tells Lulu, get the horse, get out of here, yeah, and get to the get to the track. Arm bad visor, you other finks attack. So we get a fight. And the there was one funny thing in the fight. The uh the the goons have surrounded Robin and they just keep <laughs> right. tossing him up and down yeah. in the air. Yeah. And the other thing I was wondering about the fight was this is a glue factory, right? Yes. Why is there a trapeze in the glue factory? I, that's a good question. You never know. <laughs> yeah. That's how you mix a... it or something, I guess. Yeah. Yes. So <clears throat> and this girl... was a lo- I, I noted this was a long fight. Yeah. Batgirl lassoes little Pengy. Yeah. <clears throat> and then Batgirl also tapes up the goons. Uh, she tapes them up, and that's fine. I, I uh, so, <clears throat> But Penguin cuts the rope that he was with. He escapes. He gets a bucket of library glue. Okay. <clears throat> I need to make one correction. I did not look up fish glue. I did look up library glue. There is nothing. Nothing on library glue. On yeah. library glue. I did, I'll did. i have to check fish glue and see if there's anything there. I'm guessing no. So they know Penguin got away. And I pray for the day when Gotham City's safe from such mocking mountebanks. Cleaning up crime is the dream of every good citizen, Batgirl. She says, but there's one thing that intrigues me. Or Batman says, 
There's one thing that intrigues me. How did you know Robin and I would be in this glue factory? <clears throat> did you did did you not know that, I, bro? Why did I know this was going to be her answer? I I did not know it. Yeah. It makes perfect sense. She yeah. does not bat an eye. This yeah. woman can lie like a yeah. rug. Yeah. She says, "Well, there's one thing that I have that you don't have, and you're a utility belt, Batman. A woman's intuition." Right. So, <clears throat> Penguin is meanwhile outside. He's putting library glue library glue on the seats of the Batmobile and on the tires of the Batmobile. Batman and Robin are like looking around. They don't notice Batgirl, of course, vanishes. She does her vanishing act. So Batman again. So he's just as smitten as can be. Which is a little kabuki-ish, bro, because isn't Batgirl Robin's age? She would be a, I thought she was out of college. She just got out of college. Okay, so she would be basically four years older. So even maybe about four years older. So Robin's in high school? Robin just got his driver's license. When would you have been able to get a driver's license? You can get a driver's license at 16. Right. So he may be. And and they they started referring to him as the teenage torpedo or something. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. So so, so she, she is a little older. She had she had gone. They said the last time that she had that, as I recall, last time Bruce would have seen her, she was going to college. Yeah. So she is now out of college. So Robin would be sixteen, and she would be twenty-two. She's closer to Robin than she is Batman. I am. I, how old's Bruce in this? It's got to be early 30s. Okay, so it's 34, 22. Was that her measurements? No, that's the age difference. Sorry. I got confused. Batman, like a shadow, like smoke, like a shooting star. Who knows where she goes? Who knows where she comes from? Who knows? Who she is. And Robin's like, dude, she just left. Right. Let's go trailer. And he's like, nope. We must allow her her anonymity and freedom of action as we demand ours. Whatever is fair in love and war and also in crime fighting. Batman's notes. <clears throat> There's something sinister about Penguin and Lulu. Trying to find another horse the same color as Parasol. So they decide to go back to the bat cave again. The glue guy is there, and he's bummed. He's getting nothing and nothing a week for this horse that was just gone. So Batman and Robin hop in the Batmobile. They're going to go back to the bat cave. Uh, However, they are now stuck to the seats. And the wheels aren't turning because of the library glue. Holy mucilage. (laughs) Do you know what mucilage is? I'm just going to read this here. Looked it up. Yeah, because I didn't even know what he said. I, I I was trying to understand what he said. 
This is the definition I found a Fuselage is a part of a car or something. Something to do with an automobile, <clears> right? <throat> no. That's a muffler. No. Go ahead. Mucilage. A viscous secretion or bodily fluid. Boy wonder. That's disgusting. Get your mind out of the gutter. Oh, my God. Okay. We go back to the lair. They painted the horse with instant horse dye. (laughs) You switch bang tails at the track, and this hay burner is the real palooka. And she says, please, don't call parasol a bang tail or a hay burner. Says, uh, I combine my pancake makeup, my eyeshadow, my eyebrow pencil, my lipstick, my nail polish, and some elbow grease. They're trying to come up with what to, to paint the horse. Right. <clears throat> Penguin wants to, they have to come up with a name for the horse. They want to call the horse Bumbershoot. They want to put all their money on Bumbershoot. And he explains how betting works to Lulu and to the viewers at home. This is what you do. You can make more money. <clears throat> you put down $5. If it's a long shot, you can make $500. They said, this is great, but we don't have any money. So they have no money at all. So they decide they're going to go steal the folio that was in the beginning. The thing yep. is, because he did not steal it, he just looked at it. Right. <clears throat> says, we're going to go, we're going to steal it. <clears throat> and then we can sell it, we'll have money to bet on the horse. And he goes, but I got to wait until the library opens. They're closed now. And Lulu is like, why are you waiting? And he's like, you know what? You're right. <clears throat> so, the narrator tells us, is Lula right? Can Penguin be stopped? Is he really stealing a priceless folio to finance his crooked coup with a dynamic duo pasted to the Batmobile outside the glue factory? And Barbara Garden, minus Batgirl's trapping, asleep in her apartment? Or is she? Now, I love her apartment. That apartment is the most 1960s you know, you think one thousand percent love it. You, know, love you, it. Yeah. you think of uh, you know uh, different shows from the nineteen sixties. This is the quintessential. Yeah, it's uh, it's right out of uh, Austin Powers. Absolutely right. So Barbara wakes up. The emergency library prowler signal has just gone off. So she calls Gordon. <clears throat> Commissioner Gordon says, you know, hey, this has gone off. <clears throat> we go back to the Bat Cave. They tell Alfred, we're sorry, we worried you. But even the Batman, <clears throat> but the Batmobile's <clears throat> library plate paste, <clears throat> even the Batmobile's library paste, bat dissolving switch got stuck. And then they said, Look, Batman, and Robin goes, look, Batman, the red phone's ringing. And he calls it the red phone. They, they've, he's called it that a couple times this season, which is really weird. Yeah. And then the narrator tells us, are they all too late? 
Will Penguin and Lola succeed in pulling off the phallus race-fixing scheme of all time? For more, tune into the next episode. That was the worst cliffhanger ever. Yeah, bro. That was that, awful. That's the thing. It's like I, I'm. I don't know where this goes the rest of the season. But when when they had this cliffhanger and bro, we're talking about budgets and whatnot. I'm saying to myself, are they trying to save money on the 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 predicament Batman is stuck in from from episode to episode? This was. I mean, you you were in agreement. This was the worst cliffhanger. There was yeah, ever. horrible. So far, so right, far, right. It's just like, yeah, you know, Barbara was asleep, <coughs> and she woke up, and uh, that's the end of the episode. <laughs> like I said, man, unless they're trying to save money of those, you know, whatever predicaments that the. Uh, Remember, well, you'll remember on, I think it was Catwoman's last episode, Julie Newmark Catwoman, last episode. Right. They had that gigantic, ridiculous coffee cup. Right. That's what I'm saying. They, I think that, that delightful coffee cup may have signaled the end. Yeah. We'll see, man. We'll see. But yeah, horrible ending. Like what? I kept looking at the time, and I'm like, holy shit, they're not in any trap or like, no. and then that was it. Batgirl was asleep. That was the cliffhanger. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, we'll see and if they pick it up next week. they're going to answer the red phone. This is only a two-parter, right? This is only a two-parter. Okay. Thank goodness. What <clears throat> is- I, no, I don't know Ethel Merman. She was way before my time. Yeah. But this is not a good. And maybe they'll turn it around. But. You know what song uh, Ethel Merman was known for? I'm not even going to know if you know this song now. Uh, something about, uh, I, I, I want to say I know it, but I can't. There's no business, business like, like show no business. business. Yeah, yeah okay. that was Ethel Merman. Yes. Okay. Um, what's the name of the next episode? A Horse of a Different Color. It doesn't even rhyme. Wow. Okay, man. We'll see, bro. There better better be some kind of a payoff, man. Yeah. The sport of penguins in a horse of a different color. Now, if Dorothy or Toto or somebody shows up to pay off this title of a horse of a different color. Yeah. That'd be something. Yeah. All right. All right. uh, RD. What's going on at the arcade, man? Arcade. We're getting ready for King of Arcade, September 16th. Uh, that is going to be a lot of fun in, in the bookings for parties. It's been insane. I, I don't even know, you know, we're trying to book people on like Tuesday mornings and stuff. Well, what, what, what do you think is going on? What do you think's going on? Summer's over. Summer's over. And also historically, the most popular birth dates in the calendar year. I saw there's a thing floating around on Facebook these days, right? <clears throat> that lists what the most popular birth date is. Okay, and one of them uh, that I th- this thing was floating around. It literally said my birthday was the most popular birth date, January twelfth. Wow. 
I had never heard that. So I, I, I started doing a little research. But the most popular birth dates are in September. That's like one of the most popular wow. birth dates. Wow. <clears throat> you, you know who else was born on September 12th, right? On September 12th? I mean, January 12th. January 12th. Uh, B. Brian Blair. Who else? Mm, I don't know. Howard Stern. Oh, yes. Yeah, I did know that. And Jim Russo. That's right. I didn't know that your father and I shared a birthday. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Yes. So, so. Um, what else, though? What, what's the next big event coming up? Huh? What's the next big event? King of Arcade. King of Arcade. But what do you do? You know what the giveaway is yet? Uh, I think we're giving away a uh, full size. Uh, we were going to give away a, a, a Stargate arcade machine. Right. <clears throat> the problem with that is they're really heavy to move. Uh, and you're also giving someone here. Here's a arcade machine that was created in 1982 which means it's 41 years old. Yeah. So we hope it'll keep working for you. So I think we're going to give an arcade one up that is the uh, Tempest arcade. Uh, I don't know. It has 12 games on it. Trackball and, uh, and, uh, and also the uh, rotator, uh, the, the, the ball, the, gimmick? the spinner. Yeah. It has the, it has the trackball, yeah. but it also has the spinner gimmick. Like you. Oh, okay. Out. Very nice, very nice. Yep. Okay, what about, what's going on at WrestleCrap, man? I inducted something this week that I wanted to ask you about, but I just wrote it up and ran with it. <clears throat> there was an episode. I don't know if you were involved with it. You probably won't remember it. It was, and I did not remember it at all until someone sent me an email, and they said, "Have you ever inducted when the young bucks?" They were Generation Me at the time. Had a match with Matt Hardy and Eric Bischoff. Oh, God. Wow. And I said, I don't remember that at all. So, yes, the Young Bucks. I mean, it it was earlier in their career, but you could even, even then tell. I wonder if I was there for that. It would have been in 2011. I was there for that. I didn't leave till 2012. Wow. So, yes, that was uh, – and you would think, okay, you got these young young tag team, you know, uh, uh, up-and-comers. I'm not going to call them the young rockers or anything, but it was the same kind of thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <clears throat> so you're bringing in Matt Hardy, who can work with them, and then eventually he's going to tag in Bischoff, who's going to play tough guy. And but something's going to go awry. They're going to get their hands on Bischoff. Boom, 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 boom. And they're you know make him look like a fool because that's what your rule role is in that situation. That's not what happened at all. So <clears throat> they have kind of a back and forth match with with Matt. <clears throat> Eventually, Matt takes over and tags in Bischoff. Bischoff throws two karate kicks and pins him. He gets no payback, nothing. He just comes in and plays karate tough guy. God, I don't remember that at all. It was it was uh, awful. Yeah. It was awful. Hey, uh, speaking of awful, you definitely got a new um, inductee on this past week's AEW show, right? Oh, with the Texas Chainsaw Massacre <laughs> match? Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
<clears throat> and I even wrote about this because, you know, that, we were watching it that night. I do running commentary on uh, on my Facebook of every Dynamite show. I didn't, I didn't and, know that, bro. Yes. Yeah. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, we do that. All of us are like, oh, man, RD, I'm just getting hit left and right. Oh, man, are you getting ready to induct this? Is it going to be inducted tomorrow morning? You know, whatever. And I was like, yeah, that's, you know, that's going to be up for the gooker for sure because it was so ridiculous. And then it comes out, they got paid $100,000. Yeah, I I, I mean, I assumed something like that. Oh, I did too because whenever Miz did the thing with the zombies, I mean, WWE got paid a zillion dollars. Yeah. So whenever... uh, it comes out they got paid a hundred thousand dollars to do that, and then Tony Khan said, "I'm taking all the money we got from that, and it's going yeah. to the Maui." Fund. Yeah, but the only reason he said that, bro, was because people were ripping and, it, and, and whatever it is. Yeah, I said, "Well, that that's that's really nice." It's still getting. I'm gonna, in. I'm gonna, I'm gonna feel really bad when I induct it, but yeah. I'm gonna induct it. Well, bro, here's part of the induction too, bro. This, this was the biggest pop for me, right? So Leatherface comes down with the chainsaw. Yep. You know, one, one of a Jarrett's goons attack. You know, mm-hmm. much like Batman, the dude's got a chainsaw in his hand, and what does he do? He kicks the guy in the gut. I'm like, what the, what the, what's the point of the chainsaw, bro? If you're gonna kick somebody while you're holding a chainsaw, you know. But well, I, I was actually I was I was uh, more disappointed. Uh, I mean, that was that was ridiculous. But there was something real small earlier in the in the uh, show. <coughs> Hangman Page is outside a hospital, which is very clearly. I mean, this was a Batman season three yeah. hospital. Because you can tell it's, they just have an ambulance that's right next to an arena door or whatever. I now I am going to petition. I may have to email Tony Khan. I mean, I don't know that I have his his email address, but I may have to message him <clears throat> and request anytime there's an ambulance on AEW television. I want whatever is going on. The absolute number one thing that has to happen. First thing that happens. Someone sees an ambulance. I want them to open the ambulance and say. Shaq, are you in here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, very nice. Very nice. Bro, I got to tell you something, man. I don't I don't watch the show, but I wanted to see what happened, you know, in, with with that match with Jeff, right? Mm-hmm. So, bro, I went I went to this website that I guess was a clip show of the entire show. Okay. Bro, I I have not watched that show in a year and a half or something like that. But Mm -hmm. my God, bro, the amount of people running in and fighting at the end of every match. Like, bro, I'm dead serious. Like, this is what I was thinking, honestly. I I could not follow it. I couldn't follow it, bro. And I'm I'm thinking to myself, bro, if, if somebody is watching this for the first time, wanting to make a decision of whether or not we should watch (laughs) AEW, bro, they would be so confused and not be able to follow like any of this. They, they, I, I, when I was watching that particular episode, I think a lot of it is they started building this Wembley show so late. I mean, because the show is, 
what a, a week from Sunday, something like that. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. And and so they had not even started really building matches except for the, you know, uh, MJF gimmick, MJF and Cole. Yeah. Uh, but the rest of it, I mean, it's kind of like boom, 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 boom. <clears throat> when I was watching it, we actually had people asking because it was so. I mean, it was essentially. No offense, it was crash TV. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I literally had people going, did Russo write this show? Yeah. Because it was so. And I I, I remember watching it and saying, this is so fast paced. It is so like train. I mean, going a million miles an hour. I got done with that show. And I said, I'm not sure exactly what I just watched. Yeah. It was very energetic. It was never boring. But I don't know what I watched. Yeah, there was. So. I, I guess, you know, bro, not for anything. I mean, at the end of the day, I guess he just wants to give guys paydays. I mean, like, uh, you know. I think I think the thing is they want to try and get as many people on. It's like a Royal Rumble, right? right? Where you're trying to get as many people or a WrestleMania. You're trying to get as many people on that show as you can. And yeah. I think that's what's happening right now with this Wembley show. They're just trying to figure out, okay, how do we get as many people on this yeah. show as possible? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, that was that that was the complete opposite of TNA, bro. At TNA, like things were so tight that we had a talent budget, like for every mm-hmm. show. Like if you're going to use this guy, then we're not going to be able to, you know. I mean, it, that right. that's how tight things got, you know. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. I think on this, like I said, it's we'll see if this is how it is moving forward. I had never seen a yeah, it show. Was a- it was a, a, a dynamite like that. I had never seen one. So. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, RD, what's the next week's show again? Horse of a different color. A horse of a different color. We will be back next week. Same bad time. Same bad channel.